Hello and welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Interviews with Ordinary People. I'm your host, Nathan Andrews. On today's episode, I interview my mother. This is the very first interview I recorded. I made this recording with the intention of using it to write a book about my childhood, but after this first interview, I realized my love for interviewing and this podcast was born. We take a deep dive into her childhood, marriage with my mentally ill father, and some of my childhood in Arizona. A warning to viewers, this episode contains heavy subjects including child abuse, marital abuse, and abortion. We will get right to the recording after a message from our sponsors. This episode brought to you by Birios, the new cereal that's just for adults. This episode also brought to you by Monopoly, destroying families since 1935. What is your date of birth? Uh, November 1st, 1960. Mm. So that's kind of crazy. You were born like right at the beginning of the 60s yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yep, so I was. <laughs> of course, I was 10 and it was 70s. So the first, you know, 10 years. You know, I, I always think about that too. Like, oh, I'm an 80s baby. It's like, not really. Yeah, yeah. You're really the next generation the especially. next 10 year yep so that's cool so you're 60 but 70s baby and where were you born again herkimer new york oh that's weird you were born in new york forget yeah, about that upstate too. new york in the dairy farms of upstate new york how long was it till you moved here or my mom and dad moved here my mom had i was her sixth child and she was pregnant with her seventh but she didn't know it yet mm-hmm. and they drove from upstate new york so they um, drove here with six kids in the station wagon mm-hmm. to Culver City, which is the projects at the time. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, to move in with my grandmother, my mom's mom, who had a three-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment. So you moved here from New York. How old were you when you moved here from New York? How old were you? We moved you? to Culver City when I was, I want to say, two. That's and crazy. then we moved from there to here, three and a half, four. See, that's crazy too, because like, I always think, oh, I was born in California, but I was feel raised in Arizona. You were. Well, we weren't really there that long. We were there eight years. Oh, yeah. Formative years. years. Like, we left there, we left to go there when Jed was 15. Okay, hold on. 15. We'll, we'll get to that. Let's, Sorry. Let's really did, really did. back a little bit more to you. All right. So you were born in New York, but you were really born here because you moved here, here yeah. in a couple of years. And you guys moved to Culver City and then... Then to Huntington Beach, to this house. Then to this house. Why? What happened in Culver City that you didn't Well, Culver there? City was the projects, and my dad didn't really... It wasn't, you know, a lot of <laughs> a lot of bad things going on there. Yeah. Because um, it was in L.A., not the great part of L.A. Right. And um, my dad got a job with, the, with Caltrans because mm-hmm. he was an alcoholic, so he came here to quit drinking. Okay. And so when he got here, he was struggling to quit drinking. But like he dry drunk, it. right? He didn't get help or anything? He just tried to... He started going to AA. Turkey. Oh, he did go to AA. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 43 years. Um, but anyway, so he got a job with Caltrans. And... Uh, Doing what? Do you know? Freeways. Like working on the freeways? Working on the freeways, and he moved yeah, up until... I'd probably be in better shape if I did that. Oh, no kidding, right? <laughs> Wouldn't we all? I should have done that. Wouldn't I get we all? job? Well, that's how he ended up getting to... Buy a house because he had that stable job. Well, back then that's all you needed. This house was job. like twenty thousand dollars back then. What? Yes. That's well, of course insane. he only made how much? You know, he didn't make but his his rent or his mortgage. But still, was, his mortgage was like a hundred bucks, but that was hard to come up with with that's eight crazy. kids in the house. Oh, that's right. You know, it's, he had to feed everybody. You know, and he got paid once a month. Lots of rice. Once a month. So what was what was your childhood like with? Eight kids, or wait, you're what? Number six. Eight, you're six, so you came into the whole thing pretty much. I'm not even a middle child. Let's yeah. just say. <laughs> nothing. I have no nothing title. on the totem pole. <laughs> nothing on the title. Nothing like, special. You know, nothing got nothing. It's going to be on my tombstone. Nothing <laughs> <Just> special. special. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you had a lot of brothers and sisters, and it's in this house. And this house yes, this poor was bedrooms. pretty the same, but just didn't have that it's addition. Exactly. It didn't the have the addition, room. so it's less space. And there was a bedroom in the garage. But that's not like a lot of space that's added anyways. Well, the bedroom in the garage was probably smaller than that. They used to just walk right out to the... To the patio. And there was the shed, Mm -hmm. the garden, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss this house like that. I know. Me too. It's crazy. This house is so And where they had a door. They like had a door so by the fridge. Do you ever think that? Do you ever get like resentful that they're probably gonna sell this place someday? Oh, they are gonna sell this place. No, I mean, not, not, I don't mean that, like, not that they are going to, but like that they got ready for it so soon, it seems like. Like, when David was still here, they were like, it seemed like they did the kitchen and like they were no, prepping they for it to be sold someday. No, not that we're never prepping for it to be sold. My dad was a wonderful person, I will preface, but he was very, <laughs> very particular. Right. And my mom always wanted the that, thing that door off. gone and the cabinets because she had so little cabinet space oh. with all those kids so when my dad died dave said i'll do it for you mom that's when she finally got and so to she it. got yeah so she finally got to what do a it trip. i don't know that's why yeah because he 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 because of the war he had he was shell-shocked horribly like you make a loud noise and he would literally that. come out here. Yes. That I remember a lot. So Dropping he couldn't handle the idea of the kitchen if not being able to see the front door from the kitchen. Uh, well, that so makes when a he's lot in the sense. kitchen, he needed that door open so he could see who's coming in the house, what's going on. Otherwise, as you know now, you can't see the living room. Right. Somebody could come in the front door, you wouldn't even know who it was. And that, and that bothered him. That's the only reason he didn't want to do that. Sounds crazy, but that, that makes sense. Like, it totally you can't makes fault sense. the guy for it. No, no, you can't fault him for it. Right. My mom could probably but well, <laughs> Wives have special you know, we have our powers. Special... Yes, we do. Okay, maybe we're getting ahead. No, we're not getting ahead yet. So you're five or five or six kids in a crazy house. Must have been wild, right? Yeah, well, and it was super chaotic because my dad was a recovering alcoholic. Right. And the 12 step says, the 12, when I do a 12 step, I go to somebody and I try and help them get sober or clean. And uh, so he always that's how he, house, right? that's how he stayed sober was he was help, he would help Another drunks. People. Literal complete drunks. He would go pick them up out of the gutter, literally bring them home, bathe them, shower them, put them in clean pajamas. So you're this crazy house. Like, what's your first memory? I can tell you my first memory. Um, I can't tell you mine. It's hard to think of. I can totally okay. tell you mine. I can almost see it happening as a kid. Uh -huh. I was little, little, little. Um, maybe in between Sterling and Lincoln. Okay. Age wise. Yeah. Um, able to talk um, and I was in my dad's bedroom and I was in trouble for something uh. and when I my dad had three of us that got the heavy-handedness mm -hmm. Chuck Bob and me so he was yelling at me for something and I was so scared I peed my pants and then I got spanking for speeding my pants <laughs> like wow that's really because that's not right but you know that same man was very heavy-handed with me throughout my childhood, but at the same time, you know, once I turned 18, it was all about how can I help you? Because he believed that he was accountable for me up till 18, so he was trying to stop me from doing stuff that was going to hurt me. That was his idea of the whole discipline thing. Oh. And I think I think Chuck, Bob, and me reminded him of himself and. He was worried we become alcoholics or something. I don't know. That could be very well what he thought. <laughs> That's crazy. As kids. So the house was just a lot of school. And did, what did you guys do for fun as a whole family? Nothing, right? Were you guys ever together, like, around the table playing a board game or something like that? All we eight, didn't do board games. People? Not like that. Um, but what we would do, what my dad would do, is, like, we had friends, like Dory and Al, our favorite place to go. They had a pool. They so had a basement room. That had a freezer and it was full of ice cream, right. and a fridge full of Coke, and <laughs> he was uh, vice do. president of Xerox. I was just so say, his kids had did. computers before anybody had computers. That's crazy. And so we would go, and they had uh, they lived three close. kids, three girls. Didn't seem like it. Seemed like it took forever to get there, and they lived in fucking Tustin. Oh, that's crazy. But that's before all the freeways, and sh I mean there well, were freeways. I'm not saying there weren't any freeways. You but were excited to get there. Exactly, because so we get to go it. swimming. That's I remember funny. when um, we didn't have a color TV here for mm -hmm. a long time. And so we saw what's that, Wizard of Oz in black and white. And I'm here to tell you it's not nearly as scary. So one time we went to see it on their TV because they had a color TV. Uh -huh. And when those monkeys came out, it scared the crap out of me. And you've already seen it. And I'd already seen it, but I didn't, they didn't look real. Yeah. yeah, they looked real, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But we would go there a lot. Um, my dad would take us, my Aunt Tootie and my Uncle Mike lived in Riverside, so we'd go up and see them and hang out. And things like that my dad did with us. Sunday, Sunday travel, Sunday things we would do. 
once a week things. Yeah, that we could do, do on his day off, that we could go visit friends and stuff. And we had to be on our best behavior because. Oh yeah, I he would wanted to look that good. My kids. No, but he wanted he wanted to look good. It was very important to him that he looked good. My dad was very much huh. a um, what do the neighbors think personality. Yeah, that's crazy because I was back then a lot. I don't have that at all. I feel like. Well, do you know why? Because he lived in a teeny tiny town and everybody knew everything you did. Yeah, so it was important. And everybody brought it up. Everybody told on you. It was everybody. Important you know. to have put so your it was best important to, to look good to the neighbors. Didn't matter. I mean, when we're in the house beating the crap out of Mary, close those blinds. We don't want the neighbors to know. Well, maybe that they're not too worried about. They probably don't care about that. Oh no, they did. They closed blinds. So <laughs> police would come and circle them. <laughs> what age do you? I, I use this term called coming online. Like okay. really, like you're starting start to understand to jokes. You're right. starting to like favorite kinds of movies right. or shows or. Stories like what? What age do you think that was for you? Like ten? Probably eight or nine. Eight or nine. I remember one time, um, and this might have been ten or eleven. Yeah. But so our next door neighbors were Lon and Barbara Purcell, mm-hmm. and uh, Lon was the uh, chief of fire department, whatever. Oh wow, that's a good job. Yeah, big big deal. And um, they would go on trips to Fresno to go water skiing, and one time they asked my dad if they could take Bob and me. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I don't know what water, I didn't even know what water skiing was. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember Flynn went or not. But anyway, they took us for a weekend, right? And um, it was so much fun, but I got water up my butt, so I was done. Once I got up, it was like, hey, you did it, you got up. And I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done. You got that for me. Um, oh, but we got home, and my dad missed us so much. And I never, it never even occurred to me uh-huh. that my dad would miss me. Oh, wow. Never thought, I never would have had that thought. We came home, and we got out of their car, and I was so glad to be home. We got out of their car, because, you know, you have to behave all the time. <laughs> like, it was hard work. It really was. Well, it's not being yourself. Exactly. So we come out of their car in the driveway and come around. Uh-huh. That fence wasn't there. And um, my dad goes, Mary, come here. I got, I got something for you. I think Lynn, too. I got your girl something. And he opened the trunk, and it was a brand new. Barbie camper. Oh, wow. Dude. So cool. Debbie had the house, the Barbies. I had the fake Barbies, and her mom would make clothes for our Barbies, and we would spend hours on the front lawn. I never knew you were so into Barbies. That's crazy. Oh, my God, yes. It was our big thing. But honestly, my dad missed me. My dad liked me. I thought he just had me because he had to. I was his obligation. I never thought about him loving me liking me any of that stuff when i was little and it was think, just his job do you think some of that carried on into your parenting did you try to do the same thing or try to do the opposite thing i tried to do the opposite opposite thing although there was a couple times and the same thing happened like I, well, you, also, you each got it twice you know what i mean and that's what i got kind of on a regular basis yeah now my dad i mean i shouldn't tell the story well and i just don't want so, people to get the wrong impression of my dad but my dad was an asshole all the time Bob got in trouble a lot because Bob didn't give a fuck. Bob well, would say, that's like Bob a, would say, my mom would literally have to throw water, cold ice water on him from the door in that room to wake him up to go to school. He was yeah. just a miserable kid. He really was. That's like the same with us. Like, yeah, John's an asshole, or Dave was an asshole right. when he was high. Well, both of them. Yeah. Well, I don't know. John, John's just an asshole. Yeah, exactly. He was. But I sucked too. I didn't right. like school. I hated school. I didn't exactly. Want to be it, was, there. it was hard to parent. I was a ba- I was an ass. I'm sure. Well, there's time yet. Yeah. Hiding report cards. Well, Bob. And... Poor Bob. Um. But yeah, back to. Bob you. would actually just like disregard anything my dad said. And one time he got a whooping. With my dad took a two by four and carved a handle on it. I see. Where to God. And these are the kind of stories that I tell. To, so this is another aspect of this. I tell stories a lot, and sometimes I tell them to strangers. And, right. Sorry if they make you look bad or make Grandpa look bad or no, whatever. It doesn't. I, Strangers, I, talk about I don't my care. Life. It's people we know. I talk about my life because I think it 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 makes people feel connected to me. Absolutely. People here. That's where relationships and start. And then also and also when you say something small, they go, oh, "What the fuck did that guy just say?" Like, did yes. Because I'll say like, "Oh yeah, that time I was pistol whipped," and everybody in the office that has another story say, "Excuse me." <laughs> You say the time you were pistol whipped? Like, Somebody what do you mean you were right. pistol whipped? Like, yeah, I was pistol whipped. It was exactly. horrible. Yes, but I was, was going to die that day. It was horrible. Oh, that's another interview. But yes. I got to interview myself. No, but Bob, <laughs> Bob, Bob that day um, got whooped. With, and we went to Catholic school uh-huh. at St. Bonaventure. And he got whooped so bad. His butt was black. And uh, he had to go to school the next day. So Dad made him take a pillow with him. So he could sit down. That's brutal. 
So those kind of things happened. Mm. Period. And my dad, my dad, in order to stop, to stop me from making the mistakes Bob would make, would make you watch, right? Made me and Lynn watch. So that's what I was saying. So I tell people stories like. This guy would beat him with a two by four. He would do it, not two squats, three no. squats like we got, until he felt better. Yep. And he would make my mom watch. Like I, yep. I, I've told that story a dozen times. Right. Okay. In my head, I always stop myself and go, "Is that all what I remember? Is that what she's told me? Is that accurate?" And maybe that one's accurate. It doesn't matter. But it was but, <laughs> actually. But, but there you are. Other story. There's lots of stories that and stuff that I tell that I'm thinking, "Oh, is that, is that, that real? fucking happen?" Or yeah. Did it happen that way? Did it dream? Did I dream it? Did my mom tell me that? Yeah. And I have an extreme example. We'll get to that later. Okay. I want to get into more of your childhood. Okay. But uh. But cause... anyway, so my dad was heavy-handed, but. And then what was? I always knew he loved me. I never had a question. Yeah. Once the Barbie house thing happened, I'm not kidding you. It was a, that that was like the big turnaround moment that I realized I wasn't just his job. Yeah. I was his kid, and he loved me. Yeah, you got the relationship part. All of a sudden, I realized it was like. So the light a, went on. See, you know a, how some kids will go, oh, grandma's your mom. Yeah, see? Right? That's a great I had that light. Coming online. I totally had yeah. that light go on that I'm not just what he has to do because he's a dad and it's his obligation, because that was my dad's favorite word. Um, <laughs> he missed me and he likes me. He, yeah. he wanted me home. And he wanted me home so bad he went and spent money he didn't have. Thank God, Barbie. That was expensive. On a Barbie camper. It wasn't even just a Barbie. It was Camper wheels. I mean, oh my God! It was just blew me away. Blew, blew, blew me away. I think that's one of the reasons it's it was so so easy for me to forgive him. Yeah. For all the stuff he did. Because you knew it was it came from a place of love. I knew it came from. I knew it wasn't personal. Well, that's he good. didn't hate Mary. Yeah, it was. He the, just didn't want Mary to do what he did. It was the punishment side and the love side. That's crazy. Yeah. What was Grandma doing all this time? Where'd she work when she? Grandma, I, I've asked her that before. Where were you, when like Bob would get it and we'd all have to sit in the living room and watch? We all meaning me and Lynn Ooh, and my grandmother. What's going on? Her question. My grandma Anne. My grandma Florence. She lived with us. Uh -huh. So that's another person we had in our house. Grandma Florence. That was my mom's mom. See, um, that's stuff I wonder that I might be too much for Grandma. What? Well, like, child, no, there's I, child I, abuse in the house, right? Are you turning a yes. blind eye to that? Are you, are she you just encouraging did. it no. a little bit? Because you no. want the kids to do well, too? No, 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 Are no. you so scared? The only of... time that she told me, you brought this on yourself, I can't help you, Yeah. was a time that I was drinking all of our alcohol while they were gone and in the backyard with all my friends, and then I ditched work, <laughs> and I had ditched school, and I earned that one. Oh, man. Pretty much earned that That's one. That's wild Got my stuff, ass whooped yeah. for that. And I earned it. And, he, and people knew about it, so that was the worst part. The neighbors like, knew that Mary had been drinking at the I house. I feel you like know? if Tiana came home from work and started having a pop every time, every day, and a month goes by, oh, okay, she's into drinking, whatever. I'm into drinking, too. Right. Or I was. I don't do right. much anymore. But you say, oh, okay, she's into drinking. Then maybe a month goes by, and Sterling does something pretty bad, and she maybe swats him on the butt, which I'm super against, so that would be stepping over the line for me already, because right. I don't even like that. Yeah. And then, okay, well, whatever, that's, you did it, he deserved it. And then, I don't know, another month goes by, and then she's beating him with a two-by-four. I feel like I would be like, what the fuck is going I don't, on here? I'll be honest. That I don't think I knew that, that, that right? was happening until after it happened. And like I Even said, then, I asked like, my mom. Excuse me. Why are you hitting her? Oh, that's what, that was my next question. There's a, there's was she just there, in her spot? There's a fear there, and if anybody finds out, they'll take the kids. And she's just in she her spot. That. She knows her she, place. Well, it, yes. In those oh, yeah. days. There was just no. In those days. That was crazy. He ran the house. He paid the bills. He was in charge. But when I asked my mom, where were you all those times? Because, like, my, my, my grandma, this was her room. That was our room. My dad would, girls, get down here. And grandma would always come with us. And she'd tell him, if they have to watch, I'm going to be here with them. They shouldn't have to watch us by themselves. And um, my dad would just oh, beat him. And he would just get lay down. My dad would say, get up. And he'd get up. And I'd be like, don't get up. Was it like all on the ass or a lot of like body Knocking, stuff, oh, face just stuff, just throwing them around? Bad. I've never even and, um, seen anything like that. Mm -mm. Anyway, so, you know, he did that. And so I asked my mom. In my mind, it happened a lot, probably three times, that kind of a scenario. Uh -huh. Not including the, the two by four because he was out in the garage room. Uh -huh. That happened that out there. Its own Didn't, thing. Nobody saw that. That only um, happened once. So, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That only happened once. Um, See, I wonder that about that sometimes, too. When I think back to Arizona, there were horrible times mm -hmm. that I remember. Yeah. I don't know if I remember correctly, but there were awful times. Yes. But then I think to myself, was that really only 
four to ten big incidents? Or yes. was that like a... Daily. Was that the daily or was that... Like people talk about like sitcoms. Like you watch Seinfeld. Yeah. And for a half hour, their fucking lives are going crazy. This yeah. is happening. That's happening. Yeah. And Jerry Seinfeld used to say, do you really think that's happening to them every half hour of their life the whole time? No. no. There's no. a time where they... Like, I just fucking sat there all day. Right. Stop, exactly. I'm going to make the show. Exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> so I think memories like that in our heads, yes. we have all the We've big stuff right world. next to each other. Well, yeah. So it just well, seems like a crazy stuff, fucking time. Well, the big stuff out overshadows the... Right. Good, happy, it, quiet times. It only took two minutes of me and Asia on the phone this morning to go, God, I fucking miss Arizona. What a great time that was running yes, to the was. river and yep. swimming on whenever you wanted to. No shoes, just run, burn your feet on the asphalt, run, <laughs> to, the, run to the river and go under the boats and the docks and dive yep. down. And, yep. and it was great. I'd love to fucking live there again. Yes. But I, oh, and then, I, and then it took two more minutes to go, well, we fucking hated it. We were bored out of our mind. Your kids, yeah. Right, the kid trauma. You had no idea how good it was yet. Right, right. Which yeah. is cool. Yeah, I always look back. My mom told me that the reason she wasn't around is because she was going to Al-Anon to learn how to deal with her drunk, her oh, so dry, using, like, dry drunk husband. She's using techniques and stuff. Well, yeah, because Al-Anon helps you deal with the, the addict, Narnon and Al-Anon. Right. So she was doing those meetings yeah. two and three nights a week. That's crazy. To learn how to deal with my dad so that she didn't blow up. And I wonder, like, without her hard work, I wonder if it might not have made it. No, they wouldn't have. That's crazy. So yeah. She might have saved all that. Mm-hmm. All right, pressing forward to the yes. next question. Cheesy question. I hope it's not somebody I know. First yes, love. Yes. My first love? And not Rick like... Was Rick. Not like... No, my first love was at 15 years old, and it was Rick. Really? Not before. See, I feel like I did it younger. Like, you didn't have any infatuation before nope. him or anything? Nope. I liked boys. What about movie I stars? I had slept with somebody. Oh, wasn't my, well, come on, though. That's, that's something. not my first love, though. I, there, was okay, no, there was no, The whole time, there was never any... I guess that was my I really love question. you, honey. I guess no, that was really my question. Is what I was your first I lose my virginity because somebody else I liked wouldn't sleep with a virgin. And this is a that was seriously <coughs> one question I never thought I'd ask. But <laughs> what age was that at? Oh, 14 and a half. Whoa. That's wild. Yeah. That Maybe 15. really young. Okay, we'll do a hard 15. Don't worry. We'll, Don't say hard. We'll, we'll clean that up in post. We'll cut the 14 and a half part out. That's all right. Everybody well, the guy's the same age, right? Most every, yeah. So oh, that. Yeah, so well, yeah, deal. just kids. We would play at the school. He Where lived he literally lived across in that track right there. So he had nothing to Arizona. How did, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. He and I did, went to Arizona together with you kids. Right, but how did, how did we his go there? stepson get there? Um, because his wife, Tina. Wife, Tina's. Parents had custody of the stepson, and they went there. And why did they have custody of him? Because he because she was a heroin addict. Heroin, whoa. Yeah, really bad. Okay, so Rick, I didn't even put him on here. I was going to skip right to Barry because I always think of Barry first. No, I met Rick first. Rick's the one out that I had the abortion. He was the father of that child. Now, see, I feel like an asshole all of a sudden because I've always been like, "Fucking Rick, she moved to fucking another state for this guy she barely knows." Stupid. <laughs> you didn't really know him, right? No, he was my first love. You haven't known him since he's... He what? was my first love. How old was that when my you met Rick? My love until I met Dave, huh? How old were you met, when you met Rick? Do you remember? 15. Okay. But Mark and I had already broke up because he wanted to sleep with so-and-so, and I was like, fine, go ahead, because it Rick, wasn't a love thing Obviously, ever. Rick didn't last either, right? So how did that Rick, happen? Well, Rick and I were together probably a year. He was staying here with his mom. That's how we met. Uh-huh. And he lived with his dad in San Jose. Uh-huh. So... When he was in San Jose, he told me, you can call... It's one of the things I got in trouble for. You can call me, collect person to person. And I said, well, okay. It cost a lot of money, right? Well, then about, I don't know, a month later, his dad calls my dad <laughs> and says, I have an $800 bill here oh my God. that I need you to know about so Mary will stop calling Rick. That's a insane amount of money back then. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, I had to go get a job, literally. And send my first paycheck to his dad, and my dad said, and the let had me write the letter. I'm sorry for doing this, blah blah blah. Here is my first paycheck to go towards your phone bill. It was like seventy five bucks. Please let me know you got it, and I will send the next check. And he never responded because he didn't want me to pay for it. He wanted me to stop calling. Right, he wanted to. Yeah. Do okay. But um, yeah. Oh yeah. So... so we talked daily. Then he came back. And he was kind of different. He just seemed more grown up or just, I don't know. Well, you spent a he year was loaded. apart. He was loaded and I didn't know. I wasn't What do you think on? Him. Just weed? Whatever. I have no idea. Maybe but cool. he was just different. It was like he was distant from me. Is this the 80s? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so you're born 60. No, it's still the 70s. So when you're 15, 15. 70s. So yeah, 75. Yeah, well, but he came back and we were dating, not dating, you know, we were just seeing each other at the school. Nobody was, super, where nobody could see us. And, uh, Wait, let me sound like a complete idiot for a minute. Right. Here. I don't know anything about my country. What? Was the Vietnam War going on? When was the Vietnam War? Uh, yeah, I think it was right prior to that. Uh, Jimmy, so... my brother-in-law, Judy's husband, was in the Vietnam War. Okay. When Robin was a baby. Robin is now 52, so think, probably 50 years ago. It's crazy that you look at times like like, like the 70s. Right. Dude, I sound... lived 50 years ago. No, but they That's seem, crazy. 70s seem a whole crazy different era. Yes. But then when you, when you hear you tell stories about it, it sounds just like today. It's yeah. a trip. Just every day. It's not really... A lot was going on. The Vietnam War was going on. A whole bunch of stuff is always going on in the perimeter. Right. Life is just like life. And that's like for me today, the older I get, the more I think, why does everybody care? Just focus on yourself. Like, why are these big problems such a big deal to you? Why does it matter what that guy does? I don't, I just don't get it. It's crazy to me. Anyways. Sorry. So where does Barry come in? What age? Well, Rick and I. Where does Rick end the first time? uh, 15 and a half. Almost 16. I met Barry like three months after I had the abortion. Well, why did, is that why Rick ended? Yes. The abortion? Well, yeah, because he, in the fear of being a kid and didn't want to be responsible for being, make, get me pregnant, and, and we knew it was his, both of us did. He told me, that's okay, Mark told me actually, that's okay, I'll just tell him that, I'll just tell everybody that you slept with all of us so they'll never know who the babies were. Because, <laughs> you know, before DNA, nobody knew. Yeah. And I just, I got scared. That's why I had the abortion. And so, then, but he wanted it too, right? He didn't want a kid. He wasn't like, don't do want, the abortion, Mary. I want a child. No, he didn't do any of that. No, he he just was like, well, my brother's going to do this if you do that. Yeah. So, so you might want to get rid of it. And well, I right, did. We were all kids. We were all childish. Children. And, and dealing with it. And children. And back then, at 15 years old, or 15 and a half years old, I could go get an abortion, have it paid by the state, and not have to tell my parents. But did they know right away? My parents never knew until I was 29, and they told them. Holy shit, you kept it in that long? That's the only wild. people I told were I told Jimmy, my brother-in-law. Uh-huh. And I told... Not brother-in-law. Not even your real brother. That's crazy. No, Jimmy, Jimmy, I trusted Jimmy with every fact about me. And I told Dave Campbell, the guy, one of the guys my dad, my brother brought home mm-hmm. that lived here, who was like a psychologist. And he, he was just really, really good to me. Mm-hmm. And he helped me walk through that stuff. So, but anyway, so... Rick, Rick went you... back to San Jose. I got the abortion and went on with my life. And I'm not good at the amount of time in between, the chronological that way. Right. But like a few months later, yeah. I met Barry right. at, a night at the roller skating rink up on Garden Grove Boulevard and Beach next to the Ponderosa. What, what, <laughs> what, first, what first drew you to Barry? Try to think back. Good looking. He's handsome, right? Oh, he was so good looking. And not to make you sound stupid, but other people thought so too? Or was it just oh, you yeah. that saw something in him? Or was he just like a ladies' man back then? He was good looking. <laughs> he was really good looking. That's funny. And he was very personable. And he could just make you feel like you're the only person in the room. <laughs> that's Do you so, know what I'm serious That kind of stuff freaks me so out because I've we're heard that about me. Well, yeah, because you get that from him. I know. It's weird. Like, again, you only hear the bad things. All I think of him is some crazy guy in a hospital somewhere. She, was always, she always just said he's sick and he's at a hospital trying to get better. Yep. And I thought to myself, that's that's great. Like that's really big. You guys did not. A lot know. of people wouldn't do that. A lot no. of people. You guys would take did not know he was to... mean or hurtful or any of the mean things he did to me because that's like you were kids and you needed to be able to love your dad if you needed to love your dad. But yeah, so that was my thinking. I want to thank you for that too, because that's that's a nice thing to do as a as a single mom. So Rick ends, Barry begins. Right. Hot guy. Fell madly in love with him. Like boom, boom, boom. That wow. fast. That's crazy. Yeah. And does he know, him, or do you know where he was mentally at that age? Was he okay still, or did he crack later? Was he bad then? I'm not sure. Not sure? Okay, I'm not sure. I think um, there's a lot of things that went on in his family with his mom and dad, mm-hmm. um, and there was a lot of um, emotional me. abuse, I think, that went on. And, uh, God, maybe I could and, I don't, and none of that this. stuff was stuff you would recognize then. Maybe I would interview him, too. Yeah, you probably would. <laughs> I but I don't know that he would remember that, I, you know, like his oh, mom always wanted a little girl. She didn't have one. His mom was a wonderful woman. I love that. I mean, uh, a lot of the reason I stayed married to him so long was because of his mom and dad. I love his mom and dad. Right. So that's what I forget about, too. Sometimes it's you. Grandpa Bill was. all of them, right? Oh, my God. He was the best person I think I've ever met. Ever. I agree. I, Just the nicest man. I have He's the one who taught me how to be a grandparent. 
He's the one who taught me how to forgive people. Mm -hmm. He's the one that said, Mary, I said to him one day, after your dad left, and he was in Charter Hospital, and he was going to be gone for a while because he was headed for um, the one in Camarillo, the state hospital. He was headed for the big state hospital. Anyway, um, I told your dad, your dad, I mean, his dad just like, he already had a room out in the garage because he babysat you guys for me and stuff. And uh, he just moved into it and said, I'll pay half the rent. It was 500 bucks, was half the rent. That was a fortune then. And uh, I looked at him one day because he, I would just, he fascinated me all What the did time. he do for work? Because I never remember him working. He was retired. He was in the Navy. Oh, so he got, oh, so he probably got a nice pension. Yeah, he got a decent pension. Yeah. Enough to live on. Yeah. But he didn't need much. Coffee, scrapper, a room to be in, and his grandkids. That's yeah, all he needed. Yeah, a great guy. Yes, he was. But um, I remember one time we were sitting out in the garage and, and I would watch him and stuff when he talked to people, when he would sell stuff and swap meat, all that stuff. And he was just fascinating to me always. And I asked him one time, I go, Dad, I appreciate that you're helping me. I really do. I said, but I thought blood was thicker than water. Uh -huh. you know, shouldn't you be helping him? Not because I don't think you're helping him, but because I feel guilty that you're helping me. And he looked at me and he goes, yes, Mary, blood is thicker than water. But right is thicker than blood. Yeah. And you were right. And he wasn't. Yeah. And I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. And I was just like, never heard anything like that in my life. Yeah. Okay, so that's the next question. When what? was like the bad part of Barry? When did that first happen? Like, when, when did it first all start, go down? Because oh um, you were married by then, right? No. No? We met him when I was 16. We got married when I was pregnant with Jediah, and I was going to be 20. So did, I was 19. Did you get pregnant knowing he was like a loony man? Or? I never knew that. Oh, well, okay. Honest to God, it, he... He was my husband. You love your husband. You do what your husband wants. Yeah. Like the things that he didn't mean, I thought, well, if he doesn't do them with me, he might do them to someone else. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I never asked anybody if that's what I should be doing. Right. I never yeah, asked anybody, no. does your husband He didn't get a handbook on marriage. <laughs> no, unfortunately, no, I did not. Um, and like I said, he was very personable, and he could convince me of pretty much anything. I would believe anything he said. It's a lot of gaslighting, a lot of emotional stuff. Oh, Real bad. But, then, like, he beat me up the first time he ever right? hit me. Okay, yeah, what was that? I was living here. I was, we were still young. Probably 18. Wow. It was right before I moved out of here. Because, you know, my dad's wrong. Whatever. Um, <laughs> he, he, I got I hadn't, hadn't gotten a Barbie truck in a couple of years, so I was getting mad. Dad doesn't know. Um, <laughs> but I don't remember how we ended up, we got in the car. I was in his car. He wanted me in his car. And I didn't want to get his car, but I got in his car. And he drove around with me, just punching me in the, in the front. Oh, wow. That's and crazy. And my, like, my head's hitting the window. And like I'm trying to get the lock undone, but they didn't have any of the touch yeah. a button and all locks. And I was crying, and I'm just trying like, to fend off blows and stuff. And, and he was telling me. Well, so they come out of nowhere, right? You guys were arguing first about something? Yeah, whatever it was. And yeah. He just started, yeah, out of nowhere. And uh, he had in the past told me, if you do that again, I'm going to take you in the car because I have this big fear of being, like, drop me off in Tustin. I wouldn't know how to get home. There was no GPS on that ship. Right. So he would tell me that. I'm going to take you to Tustin. I'm going to drop you off and leave you there, and you figure out how to get home. Shit like that. So he was saying. he had all the control back then, right? Man had the car, had the job, had, had the house. And I had given him all the control, not right. knowing it. Right. But, um, well, so he yeah. had me in the car. He's so punching me. Huh? And uh, I'm trying to roll the window down so I could yell out the window. Like, I don't, I don't know what I thought that would do. And, um. <laughs> Go ahead and scream for help. Nobody can hear you. He it's like a movie, me. right? My best friend <laughs> Greg lived in the next circle. Uh -huh. And he finally took me there and just dropped me off in front of Greg's house. Um, and I had just, oh, it was his birthday. And I got him like a stereo uh, turntable for his birthday. I didn't have a lot of money, but I got him a turntable for his birthday because he loved music. And uh, he made me give that to him before he dropped me off. You have to leave that present in the car or you can't get out of the car. Fuck yeah, here we go. <laughs> so I got out of the car. And my face was all fucked up, and Greg came running out, and he's like, oh, my God, you need to go to the hospital. I'm like, no, 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 but you need to go home. I don't want to go home. He says, Mary, you need to go home. So I, I told, called my dad. and No, I just went home. I went home, and I came through the front door bawling. Like, I've never cried so hard. Yeah. And my dad was just like, another time that he proved to me who he really was. Yeah. My dad just opened up his arms, and he goes, oh, my God, what happened? And I said, Barry beat me up. And he's like, okay, just held me. And that's not something my dad was very good at, really. But 
he just held me and he's like, Mary, it's okay. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't deserve that, blah, 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 and all that. You know, six months down the road, I forgive him, take him back, and then move in with him when into his mom and dad's house. Tell my dad I moved into somebody else's apartment, which I didn't. So, again, like all things, the beatings weren't every night. It happened once yeah. and then went a big stretch without it. Yeah, but all throughout the... I mean, a six months. Not a huge stretch, the, but a big stretch. Yeah. Well, to me, it was huge. Right. Um, like, ten years is six months when you're that age. Yeah. But the time in between was just the, God, you're so stupid. Why would you do that? Yeah. And, and literally, when I met Rick and started living with Rick... Wait, the second time or the first time? The second time. Second time, right. Okay. Because we met up again after Barry right, left, right? right, right. right? So, He'd always loved me, I'd always up. loved him, blah, blah, right. blah. Right, so it's the second time. It took him, I don't know, maybe two years before I actually believed him that I wasn't stupid. Yeah. And yeah, I'm the one that worked all the time. Your dad yeah. would work for a year, quit, work for a year, quit for a year. For you know years. what I mean? But he would always tell me, you could never make it without me. Financially, you'd be screwed. I was the only one working, but I had no idea of that in my head. I had no ability right. to You're go. You're like a hostage almost. I'm the only one point. working. How would I not be able to do it without you? You know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't want to like shit on him the whole time. Too. Absolutely not. Because he's just mentally broken, right? Yes. He's just not Agreed. all there, right? Agreed. And is, did and that I ever wasn't... come into part of it where you were like, I want to try this. It's not his fault? Or... When he... Okay, so we were together. Later? We were together. Oh, we had a wonderful two years. I'm not kidding you. When we were together, um, at one point, he decided to get help. I didn't even know what help meant, but hospitals, Charter Hospital right? was a new thing. Yeah, it, it, That's what they were called, Charter Hospitals. Right. And mental health. And Because all, um, all he needs is medication, right? Just to take it? Right. Okay, go on. So, so yeah. So, he um, started taking medication. Uh, when you when I was pregnant with you, he had said at one point, and this don't take this personally, he had said at one point, you have to abort that baby because we can't deal with another child. And I just looked at him and I said, I told you long ago. I'm like, one of the first reasons I loved him was because he didn't think I was a bad person for having an abortion. Right? When I told him that I'm a murderer, I killed my baby, he's like, you're not a murderer. You did what you thought you had to do. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so you would say 1984, 1986, like the best years of your marriage? Because he got out? No. It was after. Like that, that happened before. when I was pregnant with you. Okay. And, um, and he decided to get help. He got saved. He got born again. Um. Started going to church, taking his meds, um, and I was, I walked on cloud nine for two years. So what two years were that? Was that 86, It would have been time two, you were probably three. So 86, 87? Mm-hmm. It, it, it was just weird because yeah, I've never like, heard about those two years. He was always... Even though I lived them while I was a two-year-old. Right, you were just very little. We have pictures of that when we lived in your walk. So do you ever think back, like, not... Obviously not often. Or have you ever once since thought back to, man, if he just would have kept taking his pills? Are or... you kidding me? Of course I did. I yeah. thought it all the time. Why can't you? I asked you. We why can't you just a... fucking take your meds? We could be doing this in our house right now, right? Or like you guys, because you guys got would, a house. We would, and... He told Asia, we would still be married if, if I take, just kept taking my meds. Hmm. But the minute he didn't take his meds, he became mean. And that's also... And I don't mean just smacking me around. I mean just standing in my face going, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. That kind of That's stuff, crazy. you know. It's like, I and I just sit there going like, yeah, because I don't know if the beating's coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, is this pre-beating or what's going <laughs> is, on? What is this? A, you just never knew. And like I said, I told you before, we'd sit on the couch in the living room and wait for him. Literally, all of us, all three of us, sitting on the couch. And he would come to the front door, and I would know by the look on his face if you guys needed to go play in your room or if we could hang out and hang out with Daddy. Wow, That's so sad. That's crazy. That was my life for a long time. And the other thing Asia brought up when we were talking is how uh, that's not your fault either because you probably you, you didn't have very good models of love at home. I had no I had no, no awareness of what marriage was supposed to be like or but none of us did. Well, uh, you Nobody also really did. but Nobody you also did. didn't have a very good example like your mom and dad weren't doing great. Well, they the were but life. they never fought in front of us or anything like that. So I but I like just, you said, he didn't show a lot of love. Like yeah, he wasn't. Super he was more jo- on the job the first part of. Right. Because like all yeah. I all I compare it to is me and Sterling and Lincoln. <laughs> in my head, in my, in my head, I hear the stories and I think to myself, put you put you and the kids in the in those positions. Like okay, yeah. I'm Barry, Tiana's you, the kids, like. The fact that she was walking on eggshells when she gets home to, to, I walked to, on to judge the temperatures years. of the room to just to know his, how your night's going to be mind-blowing. Like, yes. I couldn't put Tiana in that 
I, that yeah. thought process. That was That's my crazy. life. Except for that two years, that was my life in thir for 13 years. It was just well, always trying to figure out I feel what's like going to make him happy gonna today. Up, you're going to get up to the pearly gates someday and God's going to say, hey, I gave you those two years. They were pretty nice, right? Dude, I they thought. were. It was so hard when he decided to get loaded again that I was just like, why would you want to get loaded? We were so happy. He had my hope chest. Oh, so the drugs. Dirty so the drugs probably led back to not taking the pills. You think the medication? He stopped taking medication. Self medication. And started self medicating. Okay, yeah, that's crazy. But I didn't know anything about all that. that stuff. I just knew. In fact, I took him back from charter like three times. Like I'd take him to charter so he could get better. Yeah. And then I'd go get him because they'd say his insurance is out and bring him home. That's great. So let's pop forward, real quick. Next right. question. So, that was my next question. First time committing him. What was that like? You, was, what did you... Okay, so you guys head, drove just to the hospital? Dropping, just you and him? I drove him to the hospital. What is like a, is there a conversation on the way there? Or? Everything's going to be fine. I'll pick you up when you're done. I'm gonna, I just want you to feel better. At this blah, time, blah, blah, he's blah, agreeing blah. with it, right? Well, yeah, and he's kind of taking meds, but not kind of taking meds. And, you know, it wasn't until I said that about the abortion. and I, When I said that to him, I packed up everything, and I took the two kids and my pregnant self, and I went to Bob's house, and Bob's house was probably as big as this room and that room together. <laughs> and um, they already had Lauren, right? Um, or she, No, she was pregnant with Lauren. That's right. Anyway, so I went there for two weeks, and I told him I'm not coming back because if you're going to think that you can tell me to ever kill a child again, fuck you. Yeah. And I had, no, I had so much fear of him. I would never do stuff like that. But I got real brave, and he got saved, and we moved into the park back to the apartment and for two years life was wonderful so almost you could say the crazy sentence that abortion has played a big part in your life because that's why the memorial it ended rick and it also like solidified your stance with barry and like made you uh have your own identity like no this is something i believe in like i'm not doing this i'm not like yeah. that's crazy this is my baby you don't want it that's fine but this is mine. And see, I'm I've already and see, I've already separated myself from this process because for a second I wasn't thinking that baby's me. Yes, it is. Like what a trip! <laughs> that's crazy. Yes. Yeah, that's I'm that baby yes, in that was. story. What a crazy! That's yes. crazy to me. Yes. So first time you're taking him, and then first you drop take, him off, I and you get back in the car. What's that like? I don't even get out of the car. I just drop him off at the front of the, where he goes into the office. What the fuck's that like driving home? Are you just like okay? <gasps> no, it's like this. I can fucking. Is it like um? The parents went to Cancun for the week so you can go home and do whatever you want. Like, oh, I can no. finally go home and no. not have to worry about what every night's going to no, be like. No, because I had children at home. Right, so you're thinking, fuck, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking okay, now i got to figure out how, thank God for your father, my father. Because right. he would come he and say, oh my, so, I can't tell you how many times that man saved my life on purpose, so seriously. You, so you think... So I, just, relief, I would just drop him off, there'd be some relief, I could breathe. The relief of, I'm not going to get hit tonight? That's that nice and, and the relief of he's going to get help because I still believe in my head that mm -hmm. he's once he gets help he'll be fine. He well, could, I mean that was kind of true. I know what true. I could see. I could see the potential that of who he should true. be. Do you know what I mean? And and I wanted that person so right. bad. So. But when I dropped him off the first time, I just dropped him off. I went and picked him up a week later, and uh, then crazy. I dropped him off What's again. That week? Like, are they just talking to him? Or yeah, he's doing groups. Or? You know, That's he's so going stupid. into. Okay, so one time I got really mad because I I think it was the third time I dropped him off, and I went in. Oh, he wanted me to sneak weed into him. And I did it. What a fucking idiot. Anyway, you don't have to tell everybody that. Um, oh, edit that part out. No, you don't have to edit that. No. But, but I took it into him, and I walked into this hospital, dude, and it was God, all pastel colors. I've never been afraid of psych ward. It's weird. I'm, no, I mean, I'm working one now. <laughs> I walk in, and it's all pastel colored walls. Uh, I swear to God. Like Somebody's Easter. handing out meds. Somebody else is asking him, what would you like for dinner? Crazy. Then when he loses his mind, he tells me, when I get pissed, they just put me in that room. It's a rubber room. I'm like, oh my God, I have to go home, fucking work every day, feed the kids, take care of the house, all this shit, and you're here on vacation. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was so mad the third time. Once I went inside and saw what, he's going to groups every fucking day. Med, he's going to groups yeah. every day. Are you kidding me? And now I just brought him weed. Oh my God, what an idiot. So just to rewind for a second, uh, everything falling apart was... was it's a little, maybe, a mean question. You don't have to answer it. Was any of it you? Did you... Oh, I'm sure. Were you a crappy wife, good wife, middle... No, middle I wife? was... Um, like Tiana, for instance. No, I was if, never... I, I look at Tiana sometimes. Not, I'm seriously no, no, no. blown away. No, not like that. No, but I'm saying, like, if you heard shit was going wrong between us, 
Like, you would assume I was being an asshole, right? Like, that kind of wife, like... Yeah. Was it all on, like... Well, I just don't believe it's ever all on anything. So, I know I had parts in it. I provoked some of it. But then again, the times there was times that I didn't provoke anything right. and got it worse. So, it was... It was the mental illness. That's why I always told you guys, you know what? If you ever want to meet your dad, just tell me. I'll help you do that. Just yeah. don't get him around your kids. Because I, I don't know for sure if things happened with Asia. I, to this day. I don't know if he started oh. or if it was Cash who started. Because um, we talk about cycles, too. But I was super hypersexual. Okay. Was that like, just I always liked boys. I always was wanted to go out with boys. just a product of the era, you think? Maybe. Right there in the 60s. Well, I also 70s. think some of that stuff comes down through the line. Yeah. My dad was hypersexual. Oh. Hmm. Eight kids, you can almost guess that was the truth. <laughs> Never even put those two things together. <laughs> Every time I think of a lot of children in a family, I just think religion. They just nope. didn't protect at all. Well, they did. They had enough. But they didn't. But they must have sex a lot. Well, I mean, technically, you only have to have sex eight times. <laughs> no, but see, even if it's have, once a year, you still have any kids. Like you, yeah, but do you get pregnant every time you have sex? No. So no, how many no. times did it take before she got pregnant? And then for nine months, still having sex, can't get pregnant. <laughs> All right. That's funny. All right. I'll open your world a little. Okay, so then <laughs> how many years later do we move to Arizona? Or how old were you when we moved to Arizona? How old were you? Okay. Okay, so we moved to Norwalk. Um, Barry. Jack and Cindy Bonvillian mm-hmm. lived over there. That was her mom and dad's house, and she was renting it to us. Um, I was 29 when I said not picking you up again I didn't even didn't even know I could do that I just finally said you know what I don't I can't do this I can't take care of him and they went okay we'll just put him in the state hospital I was like I could have done this this whole fucking time I was so mad so I was 29 when I ended it with Barry and Rick moved in like within three months oh wow because I met him again it was like instant so did you cheat on dad with him were you with him before dad nope Rick called me and asked me to go out with him Come to his birthday party, some stupid thing. And I said, no, I can't. I'm married. And he's like, well, I know you're married, but you're not happy. Yeah. So that doesn't mean a thing. That has nothing to do with you. One has nothing to do with the other. Good job, I'm married. Mom. I ain't doing all that. But the minute he was gone and I knew I was done, hey, Jay. <laughs> so what was the first conversation like? Did Rick come home from work one day and he's like, hey, you want to move to Arizona with us? Or no. Um, or? Rick and I were living together. Right. And we would go. I never understood why he didn't have the kid. It really bothered me. And then he didn't have this urgency to see the kid or to get the kid or whatever. You know what I mean? That's a baffling thing in my life that people don't care about their kids. Dude, I was just like, dude, I I would do anything to keep my kids, right? I got rid of that guy so that I could keep my kids safe. Um, Anyway, so so I would say, you need to go get Richard. We need to go see Richard. And we would go every week and see him, get him and come time, bring him to the house. And once Linda started to sort of trust me. And then he would oh, come to the house. Bitch, right? She was horrible. Anyway, she I was nice that. to me then. In her, in my I think mind, she was afraid not to be. But in my mind, she's like a cartoon figure. Like, oh, she was so mean to me. Uh, all I can remember is just like a cartoon figure with a hair the, wrap the and the pants. Yeah, that's yeah. all I, I have no so memory of. Me. That's crazy. Um, yeah, for years I sent letters to Rick. He never, Richard. He never got them, and it never occurred to me that she would take them and not give them to him. Huh? What a trip. He thought I just disappeared, kind of. But anyway, so um, so what year did you? So move? then they moved to Arizona to the to the river, and I'd never been to the river. Everybody talks about going to the river all the time. I'd never been there in my life, and so we went to visit one time. I cried all the fucking way home, all the way home. I cried because it was so beautiful, so serene, so peaceful. Yeah, my life here was hell. Your dad was torturing me by phone. All that kind of shit was going on, and so. We went back again to visit. Came home, I cried. <laughs> Third time, she says, you know, there's a mobile home for rent right down the way here. And Rick was working at the oil rigs. oil rigs, so he was making good money. And so we went to look at it, and we got it that day. Another couple golden years in your life, right, when he oh was on God. the rig? I was so happy with him. Yeah. I was so happy with him. And then I brought drugs in, and there you go. Every time, that'll fuck everything so up. So back to Arizona, you wanted to go more than him, you think? To Arizona, yeah. So that was, was, was well, that he all wa- you, or was he, like, no, on board? No, I just, no, it was, was he more. Was like, I don't really want to do all that work. No, no, he, he wanted to do whatever I wanted to do. Hmm. He was really. Because you guys were madly in love at that point, right? He was really, really good to me. Yeah. He 
was, like I said, two years of just constantly telling me, why would you say you're stupid? You're not stupid. You're one of the smartest women I've ever met, Mary. Mary, have you ever listened to yourself? So was there ever a problem with him before drugs? I feel like you guys weren't getting, like, going along great at that point, were you? I guess you were. That's crazy. Drugs started right around the time that we were in the little place and moved to the big place. Uh, that's still probably a lot of guilt you hold, right? But that's really Patty's fault, though, right? Did she bring drugs to you? They, that's what we they got did drugs, too. and I was like, what's that? Not no. her fault. It was not her fault. I mean, but I didn't know. I started smoking pot before that because of all the shit that went on with Asia. So you had smoked pot. So I was smoking pot again. I quit everything before your dad left. When he got, when he got saved, uh-huh. we quit drugs. I didn't start again when he started again. Right. I, he ended up going to the hospital, staying there. I kept staying sober. Rick quit doing speed and selling speed and making speed because I didn't want him in my house. So Rick did do drugs before you? Prior to me, yes. And then he stopped he was, before you? He was out in the fucking okay, that Paris makes you feel doing... Better. See, that should make you feel better. It's not like you introduced drugs into his no, life No, 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 but I, he, he begged me not to bring him, and I did anyway. Oh, wow. That's crazy. But I was never able to even realize that until I got clean. Because right, I have this whole head, thing in my like, head. Just, we both did it. Yeah, you'll be fine. It, he, was can, in, he was in on it. Because you can say, we can control it, right? Um, we'll don't even, you don't even think about that shit. You just want to get high. Uh, like, I was miserable, not because of Rick, but just because of all the other stuff that was going on in my head with Barry. So you call and you, threaten me. You'd and say shit. your drug addiction probably just stems from your marriage, just trying to get away from that all? Um... And you're no. also obviously an addictive personality. Like honestly, dad, yes, I am. Obviously, but, that's a but honestly, it stems from the abortion. The early abortion? Because that's that probably abortion. when you started smoking pot, right? Shortly after that. Um, but and I started drinking immediately after that. And, in and your, then I started smoking pot because I believed I was a murderer and I could not deal with that. See, that's what I was going to ask. When you started drinking and smoking pot, in your head, you were doing it to get away from that thought. But yes, but I didn't. I wasn't fully aware of that. Right, but now you know that's why you were Oh, I, I know absolutely that's why I started getting loaded. <coughs> what a trip. Because I just, I was a murderer. Who can be around me? Who can accept me? How could anybody ever love me? I murdered a baby. That's my head. My head's saying that this whole time. Mom doesn't know. Nobody knows. Do you know what I mean? God, but I know. You've been on so long just in your head. That's crazy. That's sad. Sorry. That's why that's when Rick and I got out. together, I told him. <laughs> Supposed to be the comic relief, damn it. <laughs> yes, no, you're fine. So, Rick, chicken crosses the road. <laughs> Rick didn't, didn't, Rick and I were talking one night when you moved in, uh-huh. and he goes, I remember one chick I was with a long time ago had an abortion, I just punched him. Fuck you, that was me, you fucking son of a bitch. He goes, are you kidding me? I go, you don't remember. And I was devastated that he didn't remember well, that it was life, me and how devastating it was for me that I had right. to do that. To him, it was just some chick on a summer. Because he didn't know. He was a kid. Wild. Well, and he was, and he was. Or God forbid, it's happened more than once to him. Right, and so, uh, yeah, but um, he made up for it. He he was like, I, I I wish I had known. I would never let you do that. But I was just a kid, and I'm like, I know you. See, and I can do that. I can go like. Wait, Wait so minute. you did it without him knowing, or the abortion, or? He, he said, "I'll do this," and I said, "Never mind then." I'm not going to so tell my dad that you're the father. He and knew, then, but went like this. Yes, and I just it. went and went like that. Mm, Nobody knew. Trip. Dave Campbell. But he, secretly knew, right? he secretly he knew you were pregnant and now you're not. Well, Rick I, well, knew, right? He never saw me pregnant. I was like uh, two months. That's wild stuff. But I put it off and put it off. Here's what I did. Okay, so I put it off and put it off the abortion. Because I was trying to get caught. Because my whole thing was I can't tell my dad I'm pregnant. I just couldn't tell him. I couldn't. I couldn't believe he would ever forgive me or love me. You know what I mean? Yeah, your dream is like a pregnancy test somewhere that he finds... Well, I wrote, a, I wrote a letter to myself, a diary letter, uh-huh. about being pregnant, thinking I'm pregnant and stuff. And I left it for my mom to find. She didn't find it until after the abortion. Oh, my God. That's terrible. And when she found it, when she found it, she asked me, you know, if I was. And I said, no, I wasn't. Well, then she took me to this thing. And nothing against her. She was trying to help me. Right. She took me to this thing at the Catholic Church about abortion. Little did she know it showed the entire Oh my gosh. Tears. And uh, <laughs> that's so fucked for you up. to know what happened. Well, because I was awake for the whole thing, so I'm watching it again now on a movie screen. Thanks. That was helpful. But she didn't With know. The noises and everything. Everything. Dude, that's. God, those noises must have haunted you. That's why. Still wild. do. I think that's part of my problem with the dentist. 
all the noises. It's all those noises. Oh, yeah. That's a trip. But um, I t- um, when I was 29 and got, or 28 or whatever, whatever age it was that we got saved, I was asked to do my testimony at church, and my testimony starts with the abortion. Uh-huh. And my parents didn't know. And they were going to church. Yeah. And I couldn't go up there and say about it. So I had to tell them, and I was terrified. Still, years later, terrified. So I went to Judy's, and uh, I told her, I need to tell mom and dad. So she came with me. Uh-huh. And we sat at the table, my mom, Judy, my dad, and me. And I told them that when I was 15, I got pregnant, and I was afraid to tell you guys. And I didn't know what to do, and the state made it easy, so I went and had an abortion. And I'm sorry I did that. My dad looked at me, another one of those moments. He looked at me, and he said, Mary, it's not your fault. I'm sorry I wasn't the kind of father you could tell. Yeah. I was just like, he took all the blame. Now, three years later, Judy said something about my abortion. My dad said, I never had an abortion. She goes, Dad, I was there when she told you. That never happened. You blocked it. Well, yeah, once we dealt with it, it's over and it's gone. (laughs) But, yeah, that was probably one of the best moments with my dad. When you did move to Arizona, was Grandma and Grandpa on board? Or they were like, hell, you're taking my grandchildren and booting off to a different state? What the hell? I wasn't with Barry anymore, so they were kind of happy. So they were just like, and any, Rick life's, was any, nice any, any life's a better life, basically? Well, Rick was nice to me. Right. My dad would tell me he's not that good looking, but he's really good to me. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I see him on, I saw him on Facebook a year or two ago. I was yeah. like, ooh, what happened to that guy? Yeah. But okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, um, yeah. So they were on board, or were they, they had to have been a little bit like, don't. I'm sure they were, but they didn't state. say anything. Okay. And then. My mom okay, was just so happy to see me happy. Skip ahead there. And so, I wasn't uh, doing drugs, and I wasn't, you know, I was going to church, all that stuff. So, uh, one story, okay, so this is what I was talking about earlier. One story I tell a lot as the most traumatic thing for me in Arizona is the time that, and this story could be completely wrong. I'm you probably kidding. aren't. We lived in Bouse. No, yeah. it wasn't Bouse. No? It was on, like, the hill or something, Beanpot oh. Hill or something. Lakeside 5? Lakeside yep. 5. Yep. That was where it was. Yep. Maybe it was there. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. So I think we lived in like a trailer yes. or something at that point. Yes. So I have a memory of Asia getting the shit beat out of her mm-hmm. that night. Like, and um, Breaking I always tell this, the, the line I always use for shock value telling people stories is he grabbed her by the hair bloody and dragged her through broken glass. Did that part happen? I don't know if there, because the broken glass. Because I remember I think was, something I think broke, the broken right? Glass, the window on the door. So something did break. I got that right. part. And I, but I think the glass was on the outside. Right. And he, he broke it. Right. So he had bloody on his hand and he did grab her by the hair. So that part is probably so correct. So it's pretty accurate. That's yeah. crazy. Cause that, that's so, so, okay. So for me, that's like my worst memory of Arizona. Yeah. And then I and think the, the, other worst time memory in, of Rick. the other time in Bows, well, there was the other time in Bows where right. we were like outside. Yes. And you told and me I, I hate you. And, and I remember very distinctly. You calling out to me because you couldn't see me, and I was real quiet because I was mad at you, and yeah. I didn't want to give you the satisfaction yeah. of knowing I'm here, and yeah. you freaked out that yeah. I had walked away or something. Yeah. Those are two of my biggest time, ones. There was a time when you walked out of the house because the cops came, and they were going to take us both, and I just looked at Rick like, you're going to let them take me to jail in front of my kids? And Rick went, no, I'll go. Yeah. Because it was mutual combat, but he took the blame so I wouldn't have to go to jail. Right. But um, so, you walked out of the house down the... Maybe that was path. the time. I think that was the Down time. Down the path, I just and you turn around and looked at me, and you go, I hate you. I hate you. Why do you let him stay? And I was just like, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I, what am I going to do? That's crazy. I did hate you at the time. That was. You did. And yeah. for good reason. Never understood that. Because the drugs came back and, and made life <laughs> miserable. So now I'm Barry. Because oh, yeah. I would punch on Rick all the time. Oh, really? Wow, that's crazy. You don't remember that? No. I mean,. Not really. Jed does. Well, Jed does because he so pulled me So you guys out. got like, well, okay. I got so very physical with Rick. Rick there, never got physical with me. But there's like a physical, like, not jokingly, but like, there's physical, like, you're beating somebody to where they're on the ground bloody and they're not getting back up after you're done. Okay, or there's like, blood, there's... dang it, Rick. Rick, dang it. Like, no, what? no. What are we talking There was about? like. In the middle somewhere? He stood at the door of the bedroom. Uh-huh. I was on the bed. I was like, I'm going to find somebody else. 
I'm not going to give you a blowjob or whatever. And he goes, oh, I've already got someone giving me one. And he saw my face and he pulled <laughs> the door open, to try to flew get out, out to and escape. pulled the door shut. Oh. Well, there was a hole in the door right there. Oh, I remember that hole. And I ran out of the room. There was a hole in our door. I ran out. Time. He ran to the kitchen. I caught him. Pulled him down. Was I was famous for this. Doing that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like oh, so being you lifted are off. beating you know? him. It was Jed. Pulled me off and said, run, Dad! I to interview Jed, too. So what would you say? So those are my two. What, what's your worst memory of Arizona? Worst night or worst week, whatever. Worst memory would you say you can come back to that if you want or if no you don't want probably to going it. to jail getting them they came to the restaurant mel's dinner and asked what our names were and we told them and then they called our names in we didn't understand they were checking for warrants i still think it was patty somebody told them that there were some people working at that restaurant that had warrants and stuff and that they needed to go check it out. Now, remind you, let me remind you, Parker's 30 minutes away. See, I don't know 30 that mile too. drive. See, 30 mile drive from Dallas to Parker's 30 miles. Parker to Havasu is 30 miles. Because 30 miles in LA is like two hours, but 30 right, miles there is 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So they just came in. I was making coffee for them and stuff. I had no idea what was going on. And uh, they, they were going to shackle me for a ticket in the car. I had a ticket that I didn't pay. They were going to shackle me in front of you kids. And I just turned around looked at him and I go, you're going to shackle me over a ticket in front of my children? Are you kidding me? And he went, oh, well, okay. Were you high at the time? Oh, yeah. Like at the time? Yeah, I was always high. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Imagine that buzzkill. <laughs> Cops yeah, walking in and so arresting pissed. you. I was so pissed. Oh. I wasn't so... Oh, so just angry. I was a little bit... Well, they, they arrested me. They arrested Rick. They arrested... Richard. Were we right there? I don't remember yes. any of this stuff. That's crazy. They arrested Richard's... Uh, not Richard's story. They arrested his girlfriend. What was her name? Big nose. Who? Richard Bartles? No. Richard Story. Red-headed kid. Mustache. Oh, Him and his gosh. girlfriend lived there. Nicole. Nicole. Oh, they my gosh. Nicole. They're the ones me. that got me into fucking weed. Those yes. idiots. Oh, there you go. They arrested Nicole, <sighs> me, and Rick. And left did Richard with you kids. Did they with us? Or did yes. they just visit a lot? I think they were living with us at the time, or maybe they just visited. I don't know. They lived in Bows. Right. So, but okay, they so took the three of us and left Richard there with you kids. And I was like, for a fix-it ticket. Wait, I Richard went to jail. Or Rick? Richard's story. They left him, took oh. me and Rick and Nicole to oh, jail. Oh, okay, okay. We got to jail, and all I remember of that whole scene because I was all freaked out. How do I don't not remember that at all. That's crazy. Because you have blocked a lot of stuff, and it's I it's guess. okay. Probably it's protected crazy. you all this time. The only memory I have of Mel's Diner is eating, kind of like I remember sitting in right? a booth eating a lot, like I can put that together a little yeah. bit. And then there was one time where Rick or somebody left a lighter under the heat lamp, and it blew mm-hmm. up and made a huge popping noise. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And then the time it rained... Only just on Diner. Diner. That was weird. I'm so glad you remember that because I say that to people and they just look at me like I'm, yeah, sure. No, literally. <laughs> you can like, walk 10 feet away out, from the building. Two feet out from raining. the building all the way around the building. Yeah. It was just pouring there. That was yeah. the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And then that guy, Mel. 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 Why isn't he answering that's me? Because his my, name is Earl. That's one idiot. of my favorite stories. So I remember Earl. Earl yeah, was wonderful. That. Earl came and bailed us all out the next day. He bailed all three of us out of jail. That's crazy. That had to be a long Because too. he was like, oh, it was. But he probably had it saved up because he owned that place, right? He owned that place. He owned the house we lived in. Right. That mobile home. That was his. Was he like, owned all that land. That's crazy. That was a nice house. It was a wonderful house. Once your, once your father, sorry, Rick, fixed up the bedroom and stuff, he was so good at anything. And he had no fear of anything. That's crazy. He would take you guys out in the caves, and I'd oh, sit yeah, outside because I would want to go in that cave. You guys would all three just go in the cave, and all of a sudden you'd come running out because it was a bat or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so God. much fun. Those are great memories. Yeah. So that's crazy. He had a golden age with Barry, a golden age with Rick, yeah. and then drugs ruined it. Yep. Mostly, that's crazy. And so, what, at what point do you say? What point do you say? Okay, Arizona, giving it my best shot. Um, I got a job in town at that new gas station. I was super excited. I worked for two days, and then the <laughs> third day I came in, and they had the article about me getting busted with John and Bouse. Oh wow! And um, they said that I, you know I wasn't good for their uh, their what do you whatever you call reputation. it reputation. 
yeah, I didn't look good. I wasn't a good representative, I guess. Yeah. And I told them, but I wasn't convicted. I was arrested and freed because I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And they said, that doesn't matter, this it's paper. The story. And I still think Patty Lynn told them yeah. that paper. That's crazy. Because somebody told them about it. Right. And that's her. She was that person. Because it yeah. wasn't my picture. I look at me. Or look they at didn't, there's no way they would know that was me unless somebody showed it right. to her and said, this is who you have working for you. No, I'm not saying it was her, because I don't know, but she was so angry with me because of John. She seemed, like, kind of indignant. She was so mad Wait, so, so John Satterman was in the whole picture of this already, too? Um, he, I met him, we met him. We were still living in the big house. Okay, so you met John, like, a long time before Rick ended? No. No, right. Oh, yeah, before Rick ended, absolutely, yeah. How did you meet him? He was, uh... Patty Patty's connection. Oh my God, John through Patty too. I never put that together. That's funny. So oh yeah, he also Pat, got John that's Sutterman why Patty from was Patty. Was mad at me because yeah, I was Patty gave with you John. A, Patty gave you a bunch of great things. Patty was really mad at me because she believed in her head because she had all those different things that she believed. Mm-hmm. One of them was that her and John were going to grow old together, and I was messing that up because I was messing with John. So you were cheating on Rick with John. Hmm, Hate crazy. to admit that, but yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. And then, I didn't tell everybody. <laughs> and then so Rick's... That's why when I talked to Rick and I asked him if he forgave me, that was uh-huh. such a big deal because I did to him what Tina did to him. I cheated on him. Oh, wow. And I am not the cheating girl. Mm-hmm. So that's what drugs will do. So to fast forward a little bit, so Rick ends... I don't know. We come here. There's not a lot of details on that, right? You guys just Rick stopped ends. working. Um, Rick and oh. I had a huge fight. He had a bunch of dope. A scale. Oh, that's right. He went to jail, right? Yeah. And a scale. And he pulled over, you know, because you're not aware, but he pulled over to sleep because he was fading out. Uh-huh. And uh, he put his gun on the back seat so that they would know that he had a gun because he didn't want to <laughs> act like he was hiding In it. Plain sight. He's a felon. He's not allowed to have a gun. Oh, he should not have No, so, and then when they, of course, they, they uh, Found pulled him. out the scale. Oh, and I was so angry at him because he didn't need to leave that night. We'd already made up, but he decided he was going to leave me. And he, you know, packed socks and stuff, and he was going to show me. I go to jail, so, and I'm like, so you showed me, didn't you? Is that whole, like, if you would have just listened to me, Exactly. It got to that point where it was always, if you just listened to me, we could have been okay. Yeah. If you just listened to me and not had the big old lights out there at 3 o'clock in the morning working on the car, uh, the cops probably wouldn't have stopped. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, so you come back here to Grandma's house, right? Yep. With us kids? Yep. And then, what's that like? Tail between your legs? Like, ah, fuck, oh my God. I tried so hard. I came home to, um... And no, and, well, they were, um... You're coming back with your tail between your legs. They gave me a contract. They were right, paying me five dollars a week. I remember that. For cigarettes. Well, part of the contract was we had to go to youth counseling. Good. And church. No, counseling was... Not counseling. Youth. It was Wednesdays. Was it was like youth night at church. Yeah, you had to go to church. I hated that. I had to go to church. I had to go oh, to youth night. I couldn't stand that. I had to go to... I had to, uh... Get a job right away, which I got to. And, uh... We were here three months, and Jen got a job, and I got a job, and we got the fuck out. You were only here three months? That's crazy. Yeah. See, even that kind of stuff's a little bit of a blur to me. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to, like, uh, apartments with John. On the corner. Right. Jesus Christ, it's almost four o'clock. Where did the time go? All right, let's <laughs> end it there. That's the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Trust me when I say we only scratched the surface of my childhood. Watch out for a part two with my mother and an episode with my sister and other relatives. Please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. Stay tuned next week when I interview my brother-in-law, James. Thanks again for listening, and be kind to each other.